Thoughts. Chinwags. Ideas. Paulini. People. You remember Paulini? Caravan maintenance. From Australian Idol. Trundle beds. What's Paulini doing What's now? What's that plastic thing doing down there? Paulini? Shut up, Renee. Hey. Quiche. Andrew G. Niche. Australian Idols. Niche's quiche. Jimmy Tommy Com Top. Hey, uh. Come on, let's get to it. Here's Sam Simmons. Anyway, hi. It's been a while. I'm sorry. I've been. Look, you know why? I've just been really. Really, I've been furiously searching for work. Oh my, it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle and I still don't have a proper job. Yeah. Um, but I am, I'm learning on the process. The process of actually writing out the correct CVs. That's it. And your cover letters are going to be good. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you doing good? The whole family's got nits. Nits, nits, nits. I got nits on my tits. I've got Ritz. I've got nits on Ritz on my tits. I was eating some Ritz and some nits came down and... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so that's been uh, that's been fun. But um, yes, just working. Just like looking for work. Sorry, looking. <sighs> I just need a part-time job. Part-time. Um, thank you for people sending in suggestions for work. I will get one. It'll be soon. I can feel... I actually feel today is going to be a breakthrough day because I put aside which jo- jobs I've got to go for. And, uh, sorry, I'm having a little, uh, uh, I had, had a really, a very strange cough just then. Maybe it was the chopstick. Maybe it's the residual chopstick that I chewed on and that he got st- wedged in me little throat hole. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's been a, uh, it's been a busy few weeks, actually. So, no, actually, I've, how long ago did I do this? I did this the day before I went off and filmed with Sean and Marley. If you don't know who Sean and Marley are, do look them up. They're amazing. Uh, and, uh, anyway, so, uh, sorry, I'm looking at emails, shouldn't do that. Um, yeah, I did that and it was really, really great. So when, when did I do that? Was it the 18th? No, it was the, when did I do bloody Sean and Marley? Let me have a look here. How long has it been since I've talked to you people? Oh no, the second, the third, it was Friday the third. Yeah, so it's been a week. Pretty much just, it's over a week. That's all right. I'm a little bit late. Dad's a bit late. Dad's a bit late, mate. Um, anyway, I'm in a weird mood. I'm in a good mood, though. I'm, I'm, I'm still being positive. Even during bits of uh, extreme uh, financial pressure, I am still buoyant. I am spiralling up, which is uh, the reverse to me spiralling down. Uh, I don't know whether I explain this concept. It seems to work for me very well. When so- and mind you, I had probably three hours sleep last night. Just an awful, muggy, weird night's sleep. Oh... So, uh, I've got to get the, we've got to get Luna out of the bed because she's in the king bed with mum, and then I'm in the double bunk bed. So it's a double, but I'm too long for it, and it's a really stuffy little room. And I couldn't open the windows because of the mosquitoes. It was just a rough night. So three hours sleep. I'm feeling I'm 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 feeling pretty weird in the head, um, but I'm okay. I'm not sad. He's not sad though, is he? Um, I keep getting worried that because I'm not as sad as I used to be that my management are just going to dump me. So I think the only reason why they're keeping me on is because they're worried that I'm, uh, I'll am i go completely mental if they do dump me. Don't dump me. Don't. I'll make money for you again one day. Um, anyway, so what am I doing? What am I doing with my life and words? Uh, so I'm enthusiastic about finding a job. I hope I get one. I, I mean, I will. I'm a smart guy. How can I not have a jobby? Uh, it's, I mean, television's hard at the moment. I am still filming my film, though. 
I'm filming next week, but it's on the same day that I've got a court case, which sounds something like dodgy, but it's not dodgy. I'm, I'm challenging a, um, a no-stopping fine. Uh, I refuse to pay, I refuse, and can't afford to, quite frankly, I refuse to pay the $283 for it. I just absolutely do not want to do it because uh, they ticketed me at night time. It was after nine o'clock, and I know that there's a no-stopping zone there, but there's also notifications and words that went out, and I've got them on paper where I can prove it, uh, which they ignored when I sent them into them, saying that the stopping zones were changing, and there was heavy construction going on. Just revenue raising. Dodgy little bastards. The NOS Council, this is Albanese zone. And I'm pro-Albanese, but this council, they're bloody grifters and thieves. Just always, you bloody... Oh, you ticket, you can't park there with your wheel over that. Bullshit. That's why I want to move to Greece. We've got no rules there. No rules at all. Um, well, there are rules, but um, yeah, it's common sense. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. What am I doing, guys? What am I doing? Bloody, no one likes the Jews anymore, do they? Oh, jeez, they're bloody not, they're not popular at all. Poor bloody Jews. And poor Palestinians, I'm going both ways. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, the all the missiles and bombing, it's uh, way over the top. Um, but still, whew, a lot of Jew hate. Gosh, and I've got lots of dear friends who are Jews, so I hope you're okay out there. Um, also, if you have friends in, don't get, and don't get all bloody fucking political with me. Um, for saying that I'm only representing one type of people. I'm not. I'm just saying on both sides, it's all shit. It's definitely disproportionate, though, in terms of what's going on. I don't even want to talk about this stuff. All I'm just saying is uh, get a life, Jews. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so I have uh, did Sean and Marley. Oh, my God. Beautiful boys. Oh, it was just... It was tonic. As I said to the guy who um, produces the segments, his name's Tim, wonderful guy, really talented musician. I, uh, it was just the whole day, and it was a long day. We made Sam, I mean, I'm not going to go into detail about what we're doing. It was really funny, though, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. it he takes a few weeks to edit everything, so it's, you know, it's a backlog, but um, hopefully before Chrissy, it'll all be out there. But the whole day was just like tonic. I just walked away from it thinking, oh, that was just an, a wonderful experience. And I was even looking at um, carer jobs and stuff like that. Um, but I saw there was a lot of qualifications needed there to do that. Um, even though I reckon I'd be a pretty fun guy to hang out with if you, uh, you, know, if you are on the spectrum of stuff. Um, anyway, it was just, it was a really wonderful day. And they were just beautiful fellas. It was just, oh, there were cuddles. There was a vomit. There was a vomit. Oh my god, we've got a phantom vomit, a vomiter in our block of flats. I've got suspicions who it is, but anyway. Um, how gross is that? Just in the garden. Just like a, a, a garden vom. Gross. Anyway, uh, yes, they were just wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful boys. Uh, their parents were amazing. It was just, yeah, I, I just felt very lucky to be the first able-bodied and able-minded person to go on their... Um, on their YouTube show, and I can't wait to see it. Um, I hope there's nothing problematic in it. I don't think there was. I just, I felt an ability to connect with them quite easily. Um, just really lovely guys. Anyway. Beautiful, 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 beautiful boys. Has anybody seen Mr. Holland's Opus uh, with Richard Dreyfus? It's a really strange scene um, where he's singing John Lennon's Beautiful Boy to his deaf son. Um, and I think it's meant to be a real tear-jerk at the moment, but it's it's a very, um, I don't know, I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to play you something. I'll be back in a minute to tell you some more stuff. The Sam Simmons Experience. 
Oh. oh, hey, do you want to try some of this milk? Nah, I've had milk. No, but this isn't just any old milk. It's pug dog milk. What? Yep. Nothing like a refreshing ice-cold glass of pug milk. Yuck! Milk is an opaque white liquid produced by the mammary glands of all mammals. Most commonly, human beings drink the milk from an entirely different species. Like cows! You know, the first time a human being milked a cow, it must have been weird. Oh my god! Wayne, what the f*** are you doing to that cow? Um, nothing. You're drinking straight from the cow's teeth! Well, yeah. Give me a go! Human milk on humans comes out of the nipple. Milk doesn't come out of my nipples. That's cause you're a man. Well, that's sexist. What do you mean? Well, what if I want to milk myself? Well, you can't. So these nipples are just useless then? Oh, completely. They're just decoration. <laughs> then I won't be needing these anymore. Ow! Ah! Yay, that's disgusting. My name's Russell. Milk! Sam Simmons, the precise history of things. So my little girl started doing drama on Sunday mornings. Oh, and the drama involved in the drama. Whoa! I think what it is, okay, I'm just going to cut right to it. She's going to NIDA. It's a NIDA weekend course for kids. We're talking six-year-olds. And she's going along... And the amount of drama that's been involved, I don't know what it is. I don't know why they're, I mean, I know it's drama, but why have drama? I put her in the wrong class because she looked way too old to be in the little class. And I was just like, just join that class. And um, she went in there and then the protocol was like, they can't do that protocol. And I got this really weird phone message. And then like, a, I thought a bit of a stern email on reread, not that stern, but just a bit like you could be a bit kinder about it. Um, yeah, anyway, so we're going along to that. They seem to be being better, but God, stop being so dramatic. I don't know what it is. Are they, the people working there, are they like actors that are trying to make it and they're frustrated? Well, I don't understand. You're getting work. It's fun. You're working with kids doing drama. Gosh. Anyway, so that's, uh, I do like doing that though, because that, uh, it's really close to one of the greatest Padang eateries in Sydney, if not Australia, called Pondok Buyung. Um, it's an amazing place uh, in Randwick in Sydney, if you're ever in that area. Oh my, if you love Padang food, it is wildly good. And it, look, it's not for the faint of heart, it's right out there. It's Bain-Marie's, just full of stuff, there's some weird stuff in there, but it is just sent, oh, the food is so good. Um, so I go there uh, while she's doing drama class, and then I pick her up afterwards to find out how dramatic it was. Oh, the drama! Um... Yeah, so that's but that's been kind of that's been kind of fun. But just just chill out on your bloody uh, your drama, you know what I mean? And just in general, any, anyway, I think everybody's just all pent up. I'm I'm pent up this morning because of a lack of sleep and the humidity. It's so humid at the moment. It is just like walking around inside someone's armpit. It's gross. Uh, yeah, sorry. More to the spiraling up. Just quickly. So when I do feel I have a challenge. Uh, sorry, when I do feel like I'm, oh, oh no, things are going bad, you know, it's not a good time, it's three o'clock in the morning. Uh, I did, I woke up last night at midnight after going to bed, well, I would have, my little nine-eye eyes would have shut at about nine o'clock, and then I woke up real, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at midnight, and then I was like, oh no, what am I going to do now? And I, I tried reading, and I got bored, um, so then I watched The Born Identity. <laughs> Fuck my life. Uh, then I went back to bed, um, and I think I slept some more, but I don't, kind of didn't. 
I just kind of sweated and drifted in and out. Um, but yes, even like at three o'clock in the morning, going to those dark places, like, oh shit, you don't have a job and oh, the mortgage is due and all this type of, type of stuff. I'm just like, okay, well, that's a challenge that I can spiral up to. So I'm now seeing negativity as something to go, okay, that's a challenge. I can fix that. So that's, that's my, uh, that's my little fear. It's working for me anyway. And again, um, I think it was George who I spoke to the, or who messaged in the Greek, the Greek man. There was a Greek who said, uh, that the no works. So the no does work. So that's when if I start having a negative thought, I'll go, no, or I'll go, stop it. Um, and it, that seems to work as well. But uh, definitely I, if I see the negativity as uh, something I can conquer and get on top of uh, instead of spiraling down. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of negativity, this is wild. It's not funny. It's just not funny. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm about to tell you this. I can't believe I didn't start talking about this at the beginning. I just, it's just that we only got the news yesterday. This is crazy. Oh my gosh. I feel like I need, I need to start the podcast again to start with this news. This should have been the news I was starting with. Uh, a family friend of ours was taken, oh my God, this is crazy, taken by a crocodile on Sunday night in North Queensland. They haven't found his body. Uh, this is Butch, who's... He's my father-in-law's best friend, and he's like a guy who would always be at the house, uh, at my um, mother and father-in-law's house on a Sunday. It was their ritual. They'd always get together, and like, you know, Luna knows Butch. We haven't told her yet, but he got taken by a crocodile, and they don't even know all the details of what happened because... Like, he, he was a, um, a really avid fisherman, like, uh, used to be on radio, talking fish. Like, really funny guy, like, really great guy. And But just, what? I mean, I guess there's a risk there if you are a fisherman, but it's a very slim risk. So, I mean, I, mean, I don't know how many, I mean, I hope this doesn't sound bad, but I don't know how many people that uh, are out there that can say, yeah, I know a person who was taken by a crocodile. I still can't believe it's happened. So, yeah, I mean, I feel really awful for um, uh, my father-in-law and mother-in-law as well because, you know, she knew him for like 35 years and, and the kids, like, you know, they fished with him when they were really little. Um, yeah, so it's just really, gosh, God damn it. I mean, they don't know for sure that he was taken by a croc, but it's a, a croc-infested place, so it looks pretty much likely. But as for, a, I guess, a, a, a burial, that's not going to happen unless they do find, you know, remains. Remains! Also taken. What do you mean taken by a crocodile? I guess Eaton's really full on. I mean, I'm not trying to make. I am not trying to make this funny, but it's just. I'm still. I'm still kind of a little bit in shock. It's also just wild to think. One day you're here, the next day, you're taken by a crocodile. In this day and age, taken. Uh, anyway, Butch, um, you're really. You were a very funny man. Um, yeah, said some con co quite controversial things at times. But always good. When he first met uh, baby Luna, he wasn't really interested because he he's never had kids, doesn't really like kids. And my wife was really offended because he she, uh, she said, hey, have you seen Luna? And he said, yeah, I've clocked its existence. <laughs> Which she was really offended by, but I thought was very funny. But um, anyway, Butch, wherever you are, possibly inside a crocodile, for fuck's sake, um, uh, all my love to you. And uh, it was a pleasure to know you. And we had we spent Christmases we spent a couple of Christmases together, so yeah, goodness me, you just never know. I mean, and it also puts things in perspective as well. Just like, well, you know, I'm getting all uh, whingy about not sleeping enough last night. I can't believe that's not the first thing I was thinking about. 
Yesterday I was obsessed with it. I was looking at all the news stories. Um, wow. Um, so anyway, Butch, it was a pleasure. It was an absolute pleasure, sir. You were, um, yeah, you were, you were, you were, you were, you were fun. You were a fun fella. Um, yeah, and you, I mean, you did love fishing. That's definitely not the way you should have gone. I, anyway, I don't, we don't know if that's what happened. I know your, your diabetes uh, medication was a big thing as well. This is the most absurd podcast now. Um, anyway, Butch would be laughing. He'd like it. He'd like it. He wouldn't listen, though. That's fucking nonsense you're talking right there. Um, all right, I've got some other stuff to talk about. So, what have I got here? I've got some thing. Uh, yeah, I've got some voice messages and stuff as well, which is great. Um, hopefully this thing won't stretch out too long. They've been going very long. I guess that's it. That's a bang for buck. They've been going close to an hour because I just waffle. But I mean, if you've got a friend that's been eaten by a crocodile, shit. Anyway, um, okay. Uh, get a life, Jews. Um, don't take that out of context, by the way. It's actually from a, a brilliant episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm when there was a little boy who was very gay. Do you remember the, the gay boy episode? Um, when I say boy, I mean he was like a, an eight-year-old boy that was very effeminate and Larry David bought him a sewing machine and I think he saw the swastika sticker and he said he really liked the design um, because it went swish this way, swish that way, swish that way. And he and Larry was like, well, the Jews will get very offended. And the little boy said, get a life, Jews. Anyway, God, that was a long um, walk around that just then. Uh, okay, uh, what's this? Nick Cave. He's been an icon in the Australian music industry for over 30 years. And now he's releasing his debut preschool kids album. Nick Cave. Songs in the Key of Children. With this haunting ode to those other great Australian music icons, the Wiggles. the Wiggles. Why so many colours have you thought about black Instead of stupid skivvies and your big red car Dora the Explorer. Explorer Well I don't believe you heard the story of Dora She traveled around the world like a Spanish whore. Play school. Play school. And I think there's a bear in there. And I think there's a chair as well. There are people with music and games. And I think there's some stories to tell. Open wide and you come inside. Is Jemima there? Cause it's play school. Nursery rhymes. Hey diddle diddle. The cat and the fiddle. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. And who could forget the Wheat Big Song? This is a Wheat Big Song. Rinse your bowl when you eat Wheat Big. Nick Cave, Songs in the Key of Children, the perfect birthday party gift. Fun weekend. I had a fun social weekend. I did a thing. I emceed a really extravagant wedding. It was amazing and it was beautiful and I killed it. I had a really, really great time. There were, um, it was a, so a kind of like a waspy slash Croatian wedding and just 
amazing. Just a re- I mean, it was posh as. It was uh, at, uh, what do you call it? Um, Vaucluse House. If you don't know where Vaucluse is, it's a very, I mean, it's probably the richest suburb in Sydney, I imagine. It would be up there. Uh, so Vaucluse House is an estate you can rent. And look, I was going to, this is the weird thing. I thought I was doing it for free, and then they handed me a wad of cash, which really, I mean, not as much as you think. Uh, It was nice, though, to get, you know, hey, you've done a great job here. Here you go. Uh, And I didn't expect it, so that was really, really nice. So, um, yeah, I don't know whether they listened to the podcast or not, but thank you. That was actually uh, much appreciated. But it was, um, yeah, it was just a great wedding. Really fun. The band was tight. Uh, There were old men playing funk, but they were really good. And if you looked at them, you're like, yeah. And, but then if you just close your eyes, you're like, oh, they're good. That's some sexy stuff, you old white men. <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole, the whole day was great. I got away with some pretty, um, uh, pretty loose jokes as well. And the family were all fantastic. And yeah, wonderful. Avoided the booze as well, amazingly. Because if ever you're going to, like, you know, want to imbibe and have fun, that's the place. But I, I kept off. Um, so yeah, I was, I, was, I was pretty proud of myself and just, and you know, I got to have a lovely social day. I, I only knew one person there properly um, and that was Tom Tilly, uh, the former Triple J uh, hack man. The hack man! And it was lovely to see him again and connect as well. I even borrowed his suit to wear because it, uh, it was a white linen suit. This thing was black tie though. It was posh. Um, but I scooted around in a little, uh, in a little linen white suit, and it actually, uh, it suited it. It suited what I was doing, and I really, really, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was just, yeah, it was sensational. I could have, um, you know, with my head these days and overthinking stuff, I, I could have gone south on that and uh, screwed it up. And I've got to say, half an hour before it, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Uh, because it looked very intimidating. It was posh as, but then it was just fantastic. From uh, my first words... To the uh, to the to the final wedding dance, it was just yeah, it was absolutely magnificent. Um, hey, I've got to get my a stat deck on my indigenous history. I don't know if anybody out there's done this. Uh, I've got to prove my Aboriginality, which is very hard when you come from the stolen generation. But why would I sing that? Like it's fun. We were stolen as children many generations ago. Half caste children taken from their mothers. Anyway, what am I doing? Um, yeah, I've got to get a proof of uh, Aboriginality thing happening. So I don't know if there's anybody out there that listens to this potto that knows much more about doing that. But uh, I've made a lot of connections and stuff like that. But I'm just trying to work out exactly what to do when your family were traumatised by settling. Um, and I'm not saying it's a big thing because you your voice got it. bloody didn't get up, did it? Uh, but I'd like to, yeah, get proof of it because it means that I open up my world a little bit more. And I think I'm allowed to do this. And it doesn't. I, and I hope people don't think it's a, like a Johnny Come Lately thing to do it because I've always talked about it. And when I think about my family, my the, my side of the family, it's a really fucked up, dysfunctional family. And this is due to trauma, and it's passed down from generation to generation with violence alcohol, it's all there. Like, it all completely makes sense. And I know that's in Irish families and Scottish families as well, but this, uh, there's a different level to this stuff, and uh, I will go into it deeply one day. I can't go into it just yet for emotional reasons, and not for mine, just for uh, taking care of other people's feelings. Um, so not just yet, but another day. Another day, another time, we'll talk about the trauma. Um, sheesh, anyway. Um, yeah, so I've got to do that. So if anybody knows how to do that, let me know. You bloody let me know. Um, and I also had, God, I had a 
fun idea for it. Look, you know how I kept talking about reality shows? Um, so I was entering this thing and the three great ideas that have come to me have all come to me too late, but I am going to write them out and send them in. One is called From the Cage to the Stage. So Cage to the Stage, incarcerated people, prisoners, youth, whatever, female, doesn't matter, being taught how to do stand-up by really good comedians and then have to go out um, on stage in front of the general public. I mean, I don't think they'll get any time off their sentences, but it's also just a really fun... It's just like Cage to the Stage makes sense. <laughs> I think it's really good. I think it's really good. It could be up, quite uplifting and hopeful. Uh, so that's the first one I'm writing. The other one is Follow Me. And this is where you get 100 people and then if you think that you've got a great way that you live your life... You pitch your religion. So it's not your religion religion. It's not like you go up there and go, all right, Islam. Mind you, you could do that. And I reckon that could be really controversial and great. But follow me is about the way you live you, your life. You go pitch your, your way of living and what you do in your day-to-day -day and your mantra. You pitch it to 100 people and they vote on whose religion to follow. Follow me. Um, that one's quite abstract. And what was the other one? The other one might not have been that good then if I can't remember it. I'm too tired. It is. It's my over. I'm over. I um, uh, I haven't slept good. Dad not sleep good. Head brain not good. Um, but good loose podcast though. This is uh, this is what you love. This is what I hear. You're the looser the better. Bum onions. Bum onions. Oh, I wish I could remember the other one. There was another one. Oh, the flambe will burn the novice chef. Um, it was. Uh, it's called uncancelled. I had to stop and go upstairs and look. So uncancelled about cancelled people. Uh, fighting it out, like in a Survivor-style show, in front of a group of, um, I guess, cancellers and the general public, and you vote as to who gets uncancelled. I don't think... I, mean, I think I've mentioned that one before. It's funny. It's funny. Uh, but I think Cage to the Stage, that's the one. You want to watch heartwarming stories about prisoners telling jokes. And then I fucking chopped his fucking leg off. Um, okay. Uh, that was pretty funny, by the way. Oh, the flumby will burn the novice chef. Um, okay. What's going on here? I've got a Spider-Man Pez dispenser right here. So suck shit. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I should play some stuff, shouldn't I? I've got, I've got stuff for people. My friend was eaten by a crocodile. Jeez, I hope no one from the family listens to this. Um, only my partner would actually understand what I'm talking about here and not be offended. Um, anyway, I probably should stop talking about it. It's, fu it's awful. It's pure horror. What does that say about me? I mean, I'm not making fun. I'm actually not making fun of it. It's just, it's shocking. It's so unbelievable that you just kind of just, I can't believe it. Okay. Anyway, what's, I've got a letter here. Hello, Sam. I'm Jason. Uh, who only knows you through episode 11, which I think was recorded about a year ago around Christmas. Bit of a wonky episode, but it was still fun to listen to. I've been writing mental, uh, yeah, it would have been a wonky. That was, I will tell you this. Christmas last year dark place i was in a dark dark place people i was not dealing with it very well um but yes uh yeah jason i was in a strange place i mean i'm still in a strange place but i've just learned to deal with me darkness in a good way uh i've been i've been writing mental emails to you while i listen kind of uh acting in response to what you say like it's a conversation that i'm only having uh, but it's really weird and it sounds a bit psycho, don't it? No, I've never, I've not got these emails from you. 
Am I right? It sounds funny to say, but you uh, to present you, but, but in the past, what? It sounds funny to say to present you, but I'm in the past. Oh, right, got you. To the present you. Got you, not present you. Um, but I'm in the past, so I hope your studies are still going well. No, I stopped that. I stopped that. I was studying psychology and then I freaked out because um, I realised that I can't even deal with my own problems. So how could I deal with others? Uh, so I did stop that, uh, which is the right thing to do. I did, um, I spoke to my counsellor all about that as well. And he's like, no. Nah. Anyway, so my wife and I found out about you uh, through Laugh Out Loud, totally by chance, then found your Stop Being Silly special. I don't know how to record stuff. Oh, you're in, you're in the US, aren't you? Ah, right. Yeah. Okay, I don't know where to get that. Um, oh, uh, oh, there you go, Jason. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't know how to get it to you. Maybe I'll get, I'll get back to you on the email and I'll try and send you um, a digital version of it on the internet. Does that make sense? Yes. You just download it. You know what? I don't really care about technology until the day that you can um, download a donut. Do you know what I mean? Where you, someone emails you a donut and you're able to download it, then eat it. That's the breakthrough when that, that type of stuff happens. Or like download a kitten. They're like, oh, look at that. I'll email you a kitten. And then you get the email. You're like, oh, my kitten's arrived. Then you download it. And then you've got a kitten. That's technology. Um, thank you for that, Jason. Um, I will try to get you stop being silly. Um, that special was recorded. The, uh, just a fun, not even a fun fact. What is wrong with me? This is not a good fact. There was an awful, um, awful man, uh, a Greek man of all things, in a car. <laughs> what is wrong with me? An awful Greek man in a car, uh, it was called the Burke, uh, Burke Street, um, it was a Burke Street massacre basically, so he got in his car and he ran over a whole lot of people in Burke Street Mall, which was awful. That happened on the, um, the afternoon that I was recording the special Stop Being Silly, which was just up the road at the Comedy Theatre, and we were like, shit, should we cancel? And then it, the news came through that it wasn't um, an Islamic attack, it was just a mad Greek person, and it felt like, oh, well, we can go ahead now, which is fucked up. Um, and I remember cleansing the room with a can of Lynx Africa to get the bad vibes out of the room. Um, what a strange story. I'm pretty sure I've told you that before, but it's, I mean, God, that, why wouldn't you bring that up? That's bloody mental. Um, mental in a good way, because you can't say that anymore, like stupid. Uh, uh, I've got some sound bites. I don't know what, this is one just says for Sam Simmons. So let's drop it in here. Get in there, you little bastard. Sambo. Yo. Yo, Sam. Tanya here, down in Tasmania. Tanya. My wife and I really, really love listening to your podcast every week. Tanya. Um, we we did catch your show at the Italian Club in Hobart. That oh, was that was good. An interesting time. It was a good um, time. But yeah, I've never really known what to send you, but I know I wanted to send you a voice message. Oh. So I will do a dream interpretation. Oh. Uh, blank space here for you to reply to me. Like no, no, this is conversation. this is great. I love it. It's funny because. When I listen to your podcast, I sometimes have conversations with people at work and um, I'm like, oh yeah, my mate was talking about that. And I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> like, I'm just referring to a podcast. No, that's I really good. Today. I'm like, oh yeah, my mate, his um, oh. missus got gastro with his, <laughs> with his daughter and they went into a hospital. Oh, how did you go? And they're like, oh, shit. No, that was Sam on a podcast. No, 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 I You're am like your mate. a friend to me, you know? Yeah, well, just um, so you know, I am. I'm not the most social person these days. I me find either. It can be really... 
overwhelming and I, I do get social anxiety. I work in retail. I'm a manager, so I'm I like get it. I dealing get it. with people's personalities every day. That's social and I'm enough. I'm asking and I get fed up with it. Yeah, fair enough. So it's you. nice. It's kind of like listening to you is like catching up with a friend. Um, anyway, it's not necessarily a dream, but I don't know if you know much about sleep paralysis. I do. And that could be a good deep dive. But um, I first experienced sleep paralysis about seven or eight years ago. I was... Um, in southern Iceland, in a town called Vik. What? Um, and it was midwinter. I was travelling by myself for uh, two or three months, and I've always been hooked on Iceland. Um, and I went there once, and I thought I'm going to go back. And then, yeah, I caught this bus out to this village in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, and I stayed at this hostel, and the lady there. It was very lovely, but she's like, oh, I've just bought this hostel and um, you will be by yourself here for the night. She's like, I don't I don't stay here. Oh, my um, God. And mentioned some man's name and it was like an Icelandic name. It was probably like Thor or something. Um, Racist. And she's like, sometimes he can annoy me. She started talking about something and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm about to stay here by myself and you're talking about some odd oddball. Anyway, she was talking about a ghost, um, and oh. at that point, I'd never really been... I was always curious about supernatural stuff, but I'd never really been around ghosts. I don't like this. Anyway, it does involve sleep and dream. I went to what I thought was sleep, but oh. I must have woken up in what I know now as a sleep paralysis state. What? Um, and so I couldn't move any part of my body, in case people don't get what it's about couldn't move any part of my body um but my brain was alert my brain was awake yuck um and it was night time i was in this really like 1970s european hostel room and my door was open i did close it even though i was by myself in the Mm. place my door was open yuck and out in the hallway here's this old fisherman guy like no like you'd see on a movie if you thought Icelandic fisherman that was him and he was just standing there Yorick. he just kind of looked at me and smiled but my whole body was completely paralyzed oh that is awful and I like in my head I was kind of really frustrated because I'm like I'm actually not that freaked out by this right now like by the actual ghost man I'm actually more freaked out that I can't move otherwise we could have we could make friends like we could have had a really good conversation you know. I knew where his room was, so I was thinking, what are you doing just staring at some little Tasmanian girl? Anyway, after then, or I think it was actually before that, I'd also experienced it. I stayed at an old jail where the last person was hanged. In Melbourne? In um, Canada, and I stayed at a jail, and everyone was warning me there's this ghost of this little girl, and she's pretty evil, and she's really annoying. Tanya? She was running up the walls, of course, in my hostel room. I couldn't couldn't move i was on a top bunk i was worried that i'd try to move and roll off and like fall on the ground or something and then this little ghost girl would have she would have won um but yeah this is getting a bit long maybe we'll catch up another time tanya um all right see you around like a rissel <laughs> oh okay well that's um that's confronting stuff buddy that's really confronting stuff especially if you go because i do know about sleep paralysis i've not been through it myself um, I think I've dreamt of sleep paralysis, or maybe that is sleep paralysis. If you're dreaming of it, maybe you are experiencing it. Um, as for the supernatural, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I, I, 
I believe and I don't believe and I do believe and I don't believe on all that stuff. And the, the look, the weird place I go to in my head, especially if you're out in the middle of a fjord. Um, and by the way, Iceland, I'm upset. I mean, I'm, I don't know that much about the place. The closest I've been that way is Norway. But I, th I watched a great, I think it was Sigur Ross. Are they Icelandic? I think they are. A uh, really good um, music documentary they made called Haina. Um, it's really, really pretty. But anyway, look, maybe, maybe, and this was last week, or last time, last week's, uh, the, well, the other podcast before this one. Um, maybe it's bloody, uh, look, alien visitation again. Hey? Again. But you're seeing a person. I don't know. Because it's, the, the, look, the supernatural... It's interesting whether people look at it like it's a ghost or not, or whether ghost is the right word for, a, for an interdimensional being or something from another dimension that you see makes more sense than an actual dead spirit hanging around being there. But if it's another... Anyway, look, I, I don't understand this stuff at all. I really don't, but there's... I think there's more scientific... Sorry, more scientific fact to the fact that it could be interdimensional than an actual relic ghost spirit do you know what i'm trying to say kind of like in um and i'm not loopy me not loopy um you know i love looking into all this stuff and uh it's you know like back in the day people were like oh i saw a fairy at the bottom of the garden um probably wasn't well probably wasn't a fairy probably just either was a short fella or could have been a bloody a, a, an alien but that's the way they see it or an interdimensional spirit. I'm losing a lot of subscribers this week. I can feel it. Um, anyway, I find it, this stuff absolutely fascinating. Also, I just love the name Tanya. Tanya! Get in here! Stop mucking around, Tanya! Um, and I remember fondly my gig at the Greek Club. It was wild. It went really loose. And there was too many of you there. And the people who um, put the gig on didn't pay me. I reckon they didn't pay me properly, for sure. There was way too many people there for what I got. Uh, but that's showbiz. That's a showbiz. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the I, what I do remember there was all the anti... Look, and this has been a theme in this podcast again, was all the anti-Greek material that I had prepared over the years. I've always had this running thing, and I think I've told you guys about it on the podcast before. I just think if you're going to be a, a racist, you might as well pick on a people that it doesn't make sense to pick on. Okay, so, and I think that like having a um, an unnatural and ridiculous rage at Greek people for some for some it just does it for me. Just does it for me. Uh, anyway, I got to do all this anti-Greek material uh, at the Greek club and there were like Greeks just popping out of the side of the wall like, what's going on in there? It was very funny. Very, very funny. But people know I'm joking. Um, the Greeks knew I, I was joking, but we, had, we were chanting, no more Greeks. It was really fun. Really, really fun. Probably not for a Greek person. Not for a Greek person who survived trauma. Yeah. Oh, the mushroom lady! Mushroom lady! Even though you're murdered! Mushroom lady. They, uh, by the way, thank you, Tanya. Thank you very much. Thank you. Please send in voice messages. I love them. Um, uh, yes, the mushroom lady, Erin Patterson. Oh, good. I mean, she's a murderer. I mean, look, she's not convicted, but it's pretty much, it's out there now. Oh my goodness. The, the look, the story that really gives, and it feels awful again. Maybe I've just got a really wacky disconnection to death that I'm not dealing with very well, or I should be better about it considering Butch and a crocodile and these poor people that were poisoned by a beef... <gasps> Sorry, was it a beef wellington? Yes. I thought it was a stroganoff for a minute. Same thing, though. Mushrooms in it. Love a beef stroganoff. Delicious. Um, probably not so much anymore. 
I'm trying to cut down. Anyway, what am I cut? I'm trying to cut down on my stroganoff intake. Sproganoff, sproganoff. Oh, that's it. I had the um, just a kilo of minced beef, 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 and some mushroom sour cream, 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 and you've got stroganoff, beef stroganoff. Anyway, um, yes, uh, the mushroom lady, Erin Pattinson. I should do this weekly because I'm fascinated by. All of it. I mean, I feel awful for her kids. It must be just... I mean, yeah, it is. It's awful. It is awful. I shouldn't be making fun of it. I mean, if, you know, Rebel Wilson or Melissa McCarthy don't buy the rights to the... I don't know. I guess it's a public domain story. You can just do it. Um, anyway, it's just... Uh, I, I can't not watch it. Every little bit of it. I just cannot n not not watch it. Um, okay. Uh, what am I doing? I've got another question here. I think it's a short question from Owen. It's what bloody Owen got to say to me. What do you want, Owen? You got something to bloody say? Hi, Sam. Me? Hope you're well. Uh, just wondering whether you would prefer a um, a precious gem or a remote control car. Mm, Thanks. Precious gem or a remote control car? Well, the interesting thing is, on Sunday, I went to a kid's birthday party, and I tell you what, remote control cars, they're really good these days. They do all sorts of stunts. They don't break as soon as they hit a wall. When I was a kid, you get your remote control car, and you just bang it into the wall once, it would never work again. This one was doing wheelie, it was like a tank. It was going everywhere, scooting all over. But I think I'd rather have a precious gem, um, if I'm going to be truthful here, Owen. I think I'd like a precious gem, not a um, not a remote control car. Uh, maybe something like a uh, ooh, an emerald. An emerald, like Wizard of Oz style. That'd be, uh, that'd be the one for me. I know, that little old Italian Amanda's come back. Here's another message from someone, I don't know who it is. Who's this one? Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. We're back again. Oh. Thanks for including us in the podcast. We really appreciate this it. This is Em and Jake. It's really cool. Um, you're asking where we were. We said we were in Melbourne, but we were actually, um, we're in Frankston. Franger. Franger. It's all uh, the, it's posh there now, apparently. The, the land of Eshes. Oh, I love an Eshe. If you know what an Eshe is. I do. I think they're very, very funny. Oh, what's going on with you guys? I'm playing Eshe. You got a dream interpretation? Nah, I don't have a dream interpretation. Oh. Well, what good are you, Jake? I can relate to it. We just listened to your um, most recent potty you released yesterday. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I can relate to peeing in a dream. One time I, I like really needed to pee and like I went out into the backyard because most of the time I just pee outside because why not? Yep, fair <laughs> enough. Pads. Um... And it was a really big pee, like, you know those ones where it's just like, you've been holding it in for ages? Yes. And you just let it out and you can't stop. Like, you can't stop, you know? And it took me half a second to realise I was peeing in real life. Oh, no. That was the last time I ever peed the bed. Oh, you're in the bed. The last time I ever drank before going to sleep. Yeah, that's no good, man. That's, no, that was last year. Yeah, well, that's okay, Jake. Don't worry about it. kind of strange. Yeah, just don't poop the bed next time. Thank you. All right, mate. You got a dream interpretation, Mum? Well, last night, yeah, I didn't. Luckily, didn't do it in real life. But I had this weird dream. It was like very normal. Didn't seem weird and dreamlike, except for I didn't know where this place was. It was made up, and I had to go to the toilet to do the other one. Come on, mate. Screen. Come on, mate. There you go. Yeah, go. Um. But it was a massive shite. Oh. And. No. It was normal. And then. I've never done that. that. Good. I've never shat the bed. 
I ate some rice dish. Okay. And, like, immediately had to do it again. Right. This is... Re- okay. So, I went back into the loo, but there were no doors on it. That's all right. But I didn't seem to mind, which was weird. So, I've had dreams before where I'm on the loo. Maybe it's a past life. twos. Yeah. And there's no doors. Okay. And it's like, I can't do it. It's really awkward. Mm. But it came out all rice. Oh, for rice, God's like, sake. All right, that's like, enough of that, that one. Uh, all right, now. Creamy rice dessert. Creamy rice dessert? What are you doing? I don't even like that anyway. Okay, Em, that's and it. And then I didn't wash my hands. Oh, for God's sake. Unlikely. It's getting worse and worse. Very wash my hands all the time. Okay. Before COVID. Yeah, fair um, enough. Okay, so that that was a... I've, I'm going to save that one for my own um, listening pleasure. And I'll listen to the rest of it um, a little bit later on because, um, the, the yeah, just the the idea of creamy rice coming out of someone's anus. Um, maybe it's just a bloody it's, maybe it's a bloody bridge too far for me, Em. Just a bloody joke, and Em, you've bloody you've you've pushed it too far. You've pushed it bloody anyway. Um, no, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. What <laughs> an awful image. Oh, gosh, God, yuck. Oh, uh, look, it, it, yeah, the first thing that's just come to mind, I mean, I'm not even going to interpret that. Um, I don't know what it means. Uh, look, I remember there was a yogo flavor many years ago called creamy rice. Um, there was chocolate, vanilla and creamy rice, um, which was an awful idea for a, a flavor um, to market to children. But I understand it's like rice pudding. Anyway, this is getting worse and worse uh, by the minute. Um, but thank you. Thank you, M. Thank you. I will listen to the rest of the message uh, privately. <laughs> uh, and uh, give my love to Frankston. Um, Frankston is the, uh, what was the Paris by the sea, isn't it? Isn't that what they say? Um, okay. Well, hey, guys, I'll be back with a deep dive in a minute. In the meantime, I, uh, I'd just like to say to you, thank you for all your messages. And uh, please keep them coming in because I love it. All right. I'll speak to you in a minute. Carpet or floor? Carpet or floor? Carpet or floor? Uh, okay, so this one is the... I'm doing a deep dive on the lamest Guinness World Records, ones you didn't know about. Because um, you look at it and you think, well, I, am I the Guinness World Record holder in looking at my elbow? If I was to just look at my elbow all, all day, would I be the record holder? Or um, if I was to pick up a, a little tiny mini plastic army man and sing um, Shoop by Salt and Pepper to it, am I the Guinness World Record holder in singing Shoop to a plastic army man for the most amount of time. Anyway, so I found the real ones. So there is uh, the most tricks performed by a pig. Um, There's a world record for the most number of tricks performed by a pig. Joy Bleeker and her owner, Dawn Bleeker, in the US in 2018, performed 13 tricks in total. See, I'm sure there's another pig that can, like, beat that. Anyway, largest hula hoop spun. I mean, I guess that, that kind of is one. 17 feet long. I mean, I'm not amazed. I'm not amazed. This is like... Largest guitar amplifier, uh, 10 feet, 4.7 inches. I mean, that's just kind of cool. I mean, that's, that's not really obtuse. I'd rather obtuse. Uh, stretchier skin, that's disgusting. Gary Turner, due to a rare medical condition called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, can stretch the skin of his stomach up to 6.25 inches. That's awful. 
his nipples hanging off the side of his his psyche. Uh, sp- there we go. This is this is what I mean. Spinning a basketball on a toothbrush for the longest time. I said this is ridiculous. Um, eight for eight minutes and fifteen seconds. No, one minute and eight point one five seconds, and created a new. What do you mean a new world record? Who's doing that? See, this one's and this one's not as good as either, but kind of I understand it. Uh, the largest gathering of people dressed like Albert Einstein. Yep, whatever. Uh, largest duck collect, uh, rubber duck collection in a bath. Over 5,600 ducks. It's, that doesn't seem like a... Biggest pillow fight seems fun. Uh, 7,681 uh, people. There you go. Um, farthest distance to blow a pee. So there you go. This is ridiculous. So Germany's Andre Ortloff puffed a pee to 24 feet, 7.66 inches, and set the record for... No! Blowing a pee that far. Set the world record. I'm sure someone else has blown a pee more. Oh, this one's great. It's great. This has been worth worth the deep dive, people. Here we go. This is worth the deep dive. This guy's got the world record for the fastest typing with his nose. Vinod Kumar Chandri from India's New Delhi set a record for the fastest typing uh, with his nose. He set the record by typing 103 characters in 46.3 seconds. I wonder if he's got no arms. He wouldn't have any arms. You can't tell from the picture. That's extraordinary. I like that one. See, that's, I mean, not really, maybe because he is uh, not, he's not hands-abled. <laughs> I never know what to say. Uh, yeah, but I, I reckon right now, I could set a world record for the longest time someone's balanced um, an aquamarine stapler on their knee. And I'm doing it right now, and I reckon if I went to the end of the podcast, that would be the Guinness World Record, people, you know what I mean? Anyway, guys, it's time to go. It's time to bloody go. I'll do you a better deep dive next week. That was fun. Um, and sorry for the lateness of the podcast. I guess I, I get around to it when I can. Fingers crossed I get a jobby this week, people. Daddy needs one. Daddy wants a jobby, jobby, jobby. Daddy needs to pay the mortgage. Daddy needs a jobby, 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 jobby. Um, yeah, anyway. all um, Peace and love. Peace and love to you guys, people. And uh, I hope everything's going well. Please send me some messages. I love them. All right, see ya.